0: I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I'm going to be doing a wrap-up on growing garlic in hot climates. So if you watch certain garden shows they're going to tell you that you shouldn't even bother trying to grow garlic in our climate. Uh, Stick to garlic chives, society garlic they'll say but seriously it's just not the same thing at all. So I'm that kind of person, if you tell me I can't do something, I'll be determined to prove you wrong. So this year I went on a mission to grow garlic. For a long time, all my attempts have ended in failure. Um, But admittedly, I'd never really done my research and I'd just head to local organic markets and buy some local bulbs and just tuck them in the ground and hope that they would grow. Um, if any of those, I always buy Australian garlic so it was never um, Chinese, but if any sprouted in my fridge I would just chuck them in. Didn't even matter what time of year, i just chuck them in the ground and see what would happen. So this year I decided that I would do a bit more research and figure out if there was any specific garlic varieties that would grow better in our climate. So the key things that we needed to consider is one, it doesn't get very cold. Um, Two, it's winter, so the days are shorter. And um, the cool season is very, very short. Like, we probably only get a handful of days where you actually want to turn the heater on. (laughs) Uh, So, with that in mind, um, I found two varieties with a bit of research – Um, And they were the Glen Large and Italian Pink. And I got these from a supplier in Mullaney. I'll link to those people in the show notes. They are not affiliated at all, um, but they were the only ones that I found had good quality um, seed garlic. So aside from being quicker to grow, the main difference between these varieties and other traditional types of garlic is, Is that they're a short day variety. So, this means that um, it indicates the amount of sunlight that they require to develop that bulb in the end. So, because they're growing over winter for us, our days are shorter, um, they need to be that um, shorter day length. And this is the same with onions. So, this is something I've discovered this year as well. So, if you're looking for an onion to grow over the cooler months um, in in warmer climates you need to find the the short day ones that will grow over winter and bulb up for you so when it comes to planting the best time for us is in March which is usually um I went with the autumn equinox which is the first full moon of March I think it was about the, like the 20 23rd of March um But you'll be right to plant them right up until the end of April. But any later than that, you may find that they just, before those spring rains come, um, you may find that um, it just gets too hot and they don't form their bulbs. Um, So when it comes to planting your garlic, you want to focus on the outer edge of those cloves. Those are your best guys. Um, The inner ones are okay. Like I planted all of my cloves and I, you know, there were only half a dozen that weren't that great. And I assume that they were because of those inner, inner cloves. Um, so I planted those ones just randomly around the garden. So just, and I focused a, a big area that was specific for my garlic growing that the one that I wanted to look after the most. Um, so you plant them with the flat side down, pointy side up, um, and space them around 15 centimetres apart. Um, with 40 centimeters between those rows. So just check your planting um, instructions for your variety. Um, so, some people like to soak them in sea sole. Um, I did it for about 10 minutes, um, but I still had an or at harvest. So, uh, some people do it overnight. So, that's, that's just been a tip that I've seen um, thrown around there a fair bit. So, my Glen Large appeared like a week after planting, um, and the Italian Pink was probably about two weeks. I just wanted to talk about like my biggest um, issues that I had, and that was um, competing uh, space invaders. Basically I had a tree that was in my garden bed sucking all of the nutrients out. So they don't like competition and they will struggle and they will just give up. Um, So it's really important just to have a dedicated, I know that's not good with companion planting, but have a dedicated bed um, just for your garlic to make sure you get a really good harvest. that's going to last you the year. So because all the information online sort of says that you need to have them in for nine months, sort of, if you plant them in March, you're harvesting them in November. It's really kind of easy for us with these varieties to miss the boat, which I did with, um, the Glen Large variety. So I left them in a little bit too long. And what was happening was the cloves were separating on the outside. So they're fine, um, to eat, but they won't store that well, um, So they're the ones that we're going to eat very quickly. So I found for these varieties six months, it was, was the optimal harvest for us. Um, And I harvested as soon as the leaves started to go slightly brown and droop as opposed to sort of dropping down. I found the ones that dropped down completely were the ones that had the bulbs separating. But um, if they were just starting to sort of fall over, those are the ones that are ready. So I did a bit of bandicooting, so digging below, just to check that the bulb had formed and there was a little bit of papery um, texture on the outside. And that that was, you know, when they were good to go. Um, So all up. We got around 40 bulb uh, sorry 30 bulbs um, from four bulbs that we originally planted. so that's pretty good. Um, they weren't as huge as the original ones, um, but I've definitely um, will be making some improvements on um, the way I grow them next year. So, when it comes to uh, curing and storage, so if you're in a hot, humid climate, this is a this is going to be a big sort of issue um, to avoid them going mouldy. Um, but what you need to do is make sure that they are fully dry before putting them away. So. I initially had mine outside in the sunshine thinking, oh yeah, that's the best place to dry them. But then I read they can get sunburnt and that can affect your storage time as well. So I brought them in undercover. I hung them in a spot that gets a really good breeze um, and is protected from the rain. And they dried out really well and I was able to plait them really poorly. <laughs> but um, they they seem to be doing pretty well. So I'll be keeping an eye on them over the next um, few months um just to make sure that, you know, that method is the way to go. So saving my bulbs for next year, much to my hubby's disgust, I um pulled out three bulbs of each variety that were the biggest and the best. Um he was like devastated. He's like, I can't believe that you're not gonna eat those ones. Um, but these I am keeping in anticipation for planning out next year and I hope that this next crop from these ones will be more adapted to our specific climate and we'll get an even better crop next year. So I'm storing them in my dungeon of an office, um, which is really cool and dry. Um, and I'm hoping they keep really well up until March next year when we try again. And I'm sure I'll have all new lessons and learnings to share with you guys. So I hope that helps um, in uh, the uh, quest for growing garlic in the subtropical or hot climates. Um, And I hope you sort of look at giving it a go next year. Get on a waiting list for um, getting some seed garlic and you won't need to be reminded when to plant them. Anyway, until next week, guys, I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe, check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources. Head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast.